Welcome to another episode of Jen and Her Jammies with me, Marvin Schneider, and the extremely dynamic Jen Ward. Hi, thank you, Marvin. Hello. How are you? Hey, Jen. What's happening? What's not happening? Let's well, hang, on. hang on. Before you do, let's quickly introduce uh, Gunter again. Welcome, Gunter. Thank you for joining us. Looking very dapper in his polo shirt. He, um, he works nonstop. He can't stop thinking. Do you see him just... <laughs> He reminds me of someone else I know, but he's like always like thinking things out and everything. Yeah, but the, in a good way, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Is he a master strategist? Yeah, he's actually uh, pretty good at financial manifestation too. Ooh. And he's the wizardry behind the whole um, Gund, Gund Empire and stuff. I mean, right. he took this this concept of toy bears and made it into an empire. So he helped merge the animate and inanimate worlds in a way, if you think about it. Cool. He's um, he's a bear of my own heart. <laughs> Absolutely, mine too. <laughs> um. Does he have many outfits? Not enough. Because, um, okay, he doesn't like the fact that we, we shop in the, the baby store and stuff. And there's not too many that you can get that don't have like toy little dinosaurs on it and stuff. So, <laughs> right. It's a kind of a sore spot. He actually wants us, and, and I asked you this, and you refused to do it for him. What's that? You know what you refused. Uh, you're going to have to remind me. There's, there's so much wanted, going on. He wanted you to get him a tailored suit oh, and you refused right. to ask the tailor. Yeah, okay. That was, well, look, it's just, I was, yes, I, it's not that I refused. It's just that I forgot. There are so many other things that I was doing because mm -hmm. I was getting my suits adjusted and um, it's, a, it's a hand, it's a bespoke uh, operations so everything gets fitted and whatever so it's quite a lengthy um, appointment with the tailor and I just didn't get around to well, asking the truth is it's hard enough to get your suits from the tailor let alone ask yeah. for something else that's actually and he understands that's actually true all right getting back to where we started before we were going to reintroduce Gunther so What's happening with you, Jen? Well, you know, this has been a, a, a really busy, energetically a really busy week because you had the um, solstice, you had the eclipse, you had the full moon, the pink moon, and um, we had our workshop. Yeah, so we had our latest workshop on June the 20th yeah. um, on the topic of honing your healing acuities we can talk about that so so you know i mean we both we pour everything we are into those things and afterwards we, <laughs> pour, we no can't shit. even talk it's just like okay you know okay just 
and I'm still like recovering from that one. But what was interesting is I've been at this current place for like five years and the first night I moved in, I was like, it was the first time I had my own like, like home, like, you know, not an apartment, just my own building. And I was kind of scared and I, the windows were dark and everything. And there was a real strong voice that says, you don't have to worry about shutting the windows. Nobody's going to bother you. And I was like, who's that? And it was like the, one of the trees, there's two trees outside, actually three, that are like sun trees. And the tree was telling me, you're fine, you know. And so I felt really safe and everything. And so these trees have become my friends and, you know, we send a lot of their little saplings up to Vermont, a different state here. And so I have my own genuine forest in Vermont. And these trees are like so thrilled to like get to live on because trees, trees want to prop, propagate probably more than humans do. And they love it when their babies can. So what happens when they have babies, they get to have the consciousness of both, of the adult tree and the baby tree. And so it's like they get to, their awareness gets to expand. So after the retreat, um, I had a nudge that one of the trees was a widow maker. Do you know what a widow maker is? I certainly do. <laughs> I, okay. I don't know what an Oz version, because it could mean anything in Australia, but a tree. Yeah, so look, uh, um, just so people know, uh, a widow maker, at least in Oz, and I'm fairly certain it's the same thing as um, trees that fall down and... Um, could crush could, yeah crush people so i've always thought these trees like were widow makers because the branches are so big and i hit a sense one would come down and i've always contemplated i go well it hit the house you know and it, it you know and it's tall enough to hit the house and everything so after the retreat we had this huge storm after like, the workshop it wasn't a retreat yeah i call it retreat i forget cool uh, after the workshop thanks for keeping me honest Marvin. <laughs> After the workshop, the next morning I look out and my tree is like in, in my yard. And what's interesting is there's wires above it, wires below it. And this tree actually did this really amazing twist and laid itself down as, as harmlessly as possible. And it almost like did it not to hurt the house and not to hurt the lines. And it, it, it really feels like that it fell intentionally so not to like hurt me or inconvenience wow. me in any way and the energy of the tree is facing towards the house so it wanted me to sit underneath it and and just absorb its energy and so i sat sat with it and gave it respect and then another interesting thing about this tree is this tree didn't want the the um the gas and electric to come and cut it down because it's so callous and it's like oh no what am i going to do i have to tell the landlord i have to but i have this friend who does is a tree doctor mm -hmm. and he helped my apple tree so the the tree wanted me to call him so i called him first and he goes well you got to tell the landlord and so the landlord was going to use this guy but they wanted to check with the gas and electric people first to see if they'll do it for free yeah so the gas and electric people came that day. They sat, I watched them, they sat right in front of the house, wrote out their papers, and then they told the landlord that it was taken care of. They didn't, there's a huge tree felled in my yard. <laughs> yep. They didn't see it. 
because the tree didn't want them to see it. Oh, the tree wow. wants the, gym, the tree doctor to come do it. Yep. So you, you think that they actually didn't see the tree. They were inspecting, they, looking for other problem trees, presumably in relation to the power lines, right? Because why else would gas and electric be interested in trees? It's, it's, it's not that hard. There's only two trees in the yard. <laughs> for my, and they have the address and they're sitting right in front of the dress and it says a tree came down. Yeah. There's a huge branch hanging in my yard yeah. and the dude did not see it. And it's because the tree didn't want him to see it. It's right. so interesting. So has the tree now been taken care of? No, not yet. Okay, so it's still no. felled in your front yard, backyard. Yeah, but you know, it's not. It fell to a, in a way that it's not bothering anything, and the the IG and &E did come, and it's not bothering the the wires, so they're not going to. So the yep. tree does get the tree doctor to come and take care of him. Okay, and you've got him mm -hmm. scheduled and booked and. No. Okay. No. But at least you got permission no. to get him to trim it down and cut it up and remove it yeah. and whatever. But but it's nice that he gets to like, because when a tree falls like that, its energy wants to go back into the ground. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad he just gets to hang out there and pours energy into the ground. But actually he faced the tree, faced me because he was, he was landed to the side, but he twisted to face me, my house. Because he wanted to pour the energy into my house, into me, which he's been doing. And I actually brought in a couple of the branches that felt like thick bark. Yeah. And, I, and I sleep with it. Or at least <laughs> in my bed and stuff. Because I wanted to him to give, give him that experience. Of, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's That's... only the right thing to do, Myron. Well, I know. Far be it for me to question. <laughs> I don't remember, but you act like I could, like, like people are so afraid to be rude to other people. And, yeah. and like people are sometimes like, real, and sometimes you can be rude to people because they don't even notice because they're like so checked out. Yeah. But I find it hard to be rude to nature, to trees. Yeah. Well, I love the way that you absolutely respect all, well, all of life. Well. If they're asking me to do something and I can, I have to kind of do it. Yes. That's why you're so busy. Wow. Because all of the universe is asking you to do things. Well, you was just seeing how people pull on me on social media. That's why I'm so busy and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the workshop at all? Can you say a few things? Because I don't even remember. I know it was <laughs> people got their needs met, but it's yeah, um, June the twentieth was the last one. It was on honing your healing acuities. Um, Ooh, we ran know. it in um, three modules, three parts, and um, over three, three and a bit hours, with a half hour Q and A at the back end. And wow, mm. it was um, it was pretty profound and. We had 29 people on the Zoom call, so it's, you know, a moderately large number of people on video conference and, um, you know, hosting that and facilitating it has its uh, challenges, but you did some amazing energy work. I, I think, well, with 29 people on the call, I think you were doing, you know, 
concurrent healing on a good chunk of them at the same time as running the workshop. So, and, and a number of people afterwards have said that they did get some profound healing. I know at least two or three um, that had that impact. So, yeah, it was pretty huge. It's and nice so, they, it's nice that they know. Like, I've been doing this for so long. It's nice finally when people are like awake enough to know that they're what they're receiving, or at yeah. least the sense of what they're receiving. That's right. And you always say that um, it's not just the verbal and, you know, content of the workshop. It's just participating in the workshop is creating an energy connection to you and genuine healing and that you're downloading all of your knowledge, wisdom and intent uh, to all of the participants. So it is mm -hmm. it, it's a big deal. And um, I think the people that participate in these workshops, they kind of get it. So um, what else was I going to say? It was run in three parts. So the first part was um, accessing intangible gifts. So all the mm -hmm. kinds of intangible gifts that uh, you have and that you find useful in the energy healing space. Did you want to say something? Yeah, because what we did and this, the, the adepts give me the outline. I just sit there like a schmo and the adepts don't, you know, they tell me what so they wanted me to Google things that are considered like sensational talents, like like melting metal or start telekinesis, fire. that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. Well, a couple of them I do do is like bilocate and um, and medical intuitive and um, remote viewing and stuff. But the yeah. rest were like like why do you even want to bother? You know, it's like it's such a niche thing. And, <laughs> And so what we were showing them is what in the third dimension, what was important is um, those talents to gauge. But they're not really, because the people who who may have these gifts, they're not aware and can handle the gifts. It's not like they're empowered in all aspects of their life. It's like a polarity in this little niche thing. And so then the adults wanted me to like, um, as a comparison, make a list of all the things that I have been known to do yep. and do do. And all that list was like probably more helpful things than on that other list. Like, and it was a huge laundry list. And it then, uh, and then we um, did taps to remove blockages from everyone to receiving those gifts from me. Because, so here's the difference between what we do and what other people do. Whenever there's a new, um, a, a new what is it a movement of some kind mm -hmm. the movement is is driven by the person at the at the center of it right yes. mm -hmm. and and then it's great as long as that person's at the center but then what happens when that person like drops out becomes imbalanced or whatever or moves on or whatever usually dies but i don't want to even say that um then the movement dies and becomes this dead energy and then they just like go into like trying to conjure up what they think it is and it it loses that direct connection to source yes. right so the difference between what i do and what these other things have done is i'm being <laughs> the adults are making sure i do this so it's like you know but they're making sure that i empower as many people as i can yeah. to be those those 
connections to source for what we do. Yeah. So it doesn't die if I like drop out and don't want to do it or move on to something different. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, so, so you've previously described it to me as um, a lot of other spiritual movements and religions and various other things create a, a singular beacon of light, which is basically the head of, you know, mm -hmm. that movement. Um, and for all the reasons that you just mentioned, when they then, um, you know, um, move on, then that beacon of light sort of fades out and um, then, you know, the, the knowledge is lost. And so what you're doing is you're creating, you know, hundreds, thousands, millions of beacons yes. of light. Um, perhaps billions, perhaps. Billions. So, um, so that's pretty cool. And can I mention, like, something that um, about the... Um, my um, perceptions about like, oh, I'm not supposed to mention any groups because I don't want to offend them. Um, it's probably best not to, but okay. just give so, but general if, descriptions. Okay, so in general, when Madame Blavatsky, me in a past lifetime, was here, she started this pretty important movement. Oh, uh, this one we can mention. Okay, okay, so good. Because people aren't stupid, they know I'm talking about theosophy. Yeah. So the reason theosophy is so much mental instead of like when Madame Blavatsky started it, yeah. it was like of the heart from her and everything. It mm -hmm. was like from the heart. And then people who were in the group kicked her out. Mm -hmm. And once they removed her, mm -hmm. they removed that source because yeah. she was the driving source for connecting a source. Yeah. And then they don't know the difference. These people in the mental realms don't know the difference. So they continued and it just, and it, it, it stays as a mental thing more than more than a spiritual movement that she was intended to do then what i'm doing now yeah. is pulling people out of the lower worlds beyond the mental realms yeah. into higher consciousness indeed and we are writing a chapter for enlightenment unveiled uh entitled uh, Beyond the Daisy of Death, which is an entire essay or chapter on this topic. So stay tuned. I've got I've got the workshop material in front of me, um, mm -hmm. um, and so we do. Sorry, I should probably hold up. Um, and so, so uh, there is a long list of intangible gifts that you access as part of your repertoire that you are gifting to uh, a whole bunch of people, and it is. I'm going to say, I'm, I haven't counted them, but there's about 40, 40, 40 significant items of intangible gifts. So yes, we did then do a whole bunch of taps to remove blockages in, in receiving those gifts. You want to read them? Because people... Oh, look, I'll, I'll read some of them because... The, the... Well, because you don't want people to think like we're sensationalizing. I think it's important to read the, the list so they don't think I'm... Do you want me to read all of it or just... Yeah. Because I don't want okay. people to think that we're promising something. Fair you know. enough. Okay, so bear with me um, for a minute or two while I read down this list. And and look, we don't have the sort of luxury to comment on all of these things. I think the idea is that if this sort of you know, piques your interest, then uh, sign up for the next time that we run this workshop. So here we go. Yeah. Ready. Um, dream interpretation, tapping into direct knowingness, bilocation, animal communication, knocking animals out of primal mode. That was a good one. Perceiving an mm -hmm. energy, which is a broad thing. Moving 
moving stagnant energy out of your energy field, communicating in energy, invisibility, shrinking and expanding your energy field, reading Akashic records, recognizing core issues, sound healing, astral travel, medical intuitive, communicating with consciousness in, of any form, intergalactic travel, folding time and space, which is a great one, regenerating <laughs> life, which is a great one. And there's a section in uh, the second edition of the SFT lexicon all about re regeneration, interrupting the aging process, um, operating at different vantage points concurrently at the same time. Multiple vantage points at the same time. Talk about multitasking. I'm doing it right now, Marvin. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Perceiving in 360 degree exponentiality, a tour guide for the subtle realms or being a tour guide for the subtle realms, mastering the dream state, protecting others in the subtle realms. And, and you certainly did that in the workshop. You, you were doing a whole bunch of protection work for all of the participants in the workshop because the energy in that workshop was just off the charts. Spiritual advisor, energetically assisting others in need, uh, love life in all of its forms, infinite compassion, truth avatar, seer, nearly, nearly down the bottom, harnessing a creative skill set, dissipating psychic energies. Oh, that was a good one too. <laughs> Extract entrenched energies that have formed a personality. You call that a what? Energy, psychic energy. I that Oh, it's, people call it demons or an exorcism. I just call it stagnant energy because I don't have any emotional fear of it or yeah. attachment. To I think you call them complex energy matrices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the energy matrices until they cling into the body and and, okay. and, and create the body as a host, and then they're complex. So we do both. And then they build a personification. Yeah. So the first tab is to like to loosen them to like get them unclaimed and the second one is to like yep. flush them out and just dissipate yep removing negative programming well you do that a lot removing negative engrams um, break up limiting thought forms um, a lot of people can benefit from that seeing through the bullshit in all forms gee i love the way that you <laughs> write and cutting away dead energy so that was quite a long list um and then um and that was just module one module two was about um, um some cues and clues and in assisting people to read firstly their own akashic records and once they've sort of mastered mm -hmm. that then um you know transferring that capability into help you know assisting in reading others and then the third module was some guidance around using all of those skills to formulate your own taps to uh, cut into core issues so it was a pretty significant workshop so what's really interesting about because um, I learn things by teaching other people because I put it into yep. thoughts and stuff. But people can't do anything for, for anyone else unless they can can relate to it or do it for themselves. So, Absolutely. So when they're, yeah, when they're working with a client, they have to pay attention to all the subtle senses and what's coming up for them in the session. It's never about them. Yep. It's always about, even like when they're doing a session and they don't feel good or they don't want to do it. Yep. It's just about the client. Yeah. Even if the client's like an, you know, has a reaction and is like fighting them and stuff. Yeah. Still about the client. Yeah. Well, one thing I know about you is that it's when you're doing your sessions and you're pouring everything into each one of those one-hour private sessions, um, mm -hmm. it is all about the client, 
and um, all about assisting them meeting their needs. And sometimes, you know, the scalpel sort of cuts moderately deep and um, sometimes, um, you know, it's, but, but nevertheless, it is always done with the intention of meeting their highest needs. So the, ing the thing of it is the ego is like this, this layer that like melds to the, to the higher self yep. or the, um, and so it's like you have to go and like some people criticize me for using the F word yeah. or like a harsh word and stuff mm -hmm. or saying something like we release killing babies, but the shock value, the, the tap is what's, what sharpens or hones it's like flicking the scalpel yep. and, and lobbing off this big layer of ego yep. off of the person and just and then, flicking it out of the table and letting it dissipate in the light and sound. Yep. I mean, so, yeah. And then what's frustrating is people who come to me who don't know the process, yep. they don't watch the videos, yep. and then they have a reaction to me, yep. and then they have a little temper tantrum or something. Yes, and we had an experience of that. Um, so it, it is definitely, well, it's definitely, I blame, you. I blame you for that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> no, I'm just no, no, of course. Um, so my point here is that, um, when you have a session with Jen, a private session with Jen, I think it is really useful that the clients are aware of the way that you work and you know, the, the intensity around which you work. And, and there's a lot of resource material on YouTube to help you get that understanding. They have no idea. Even if people know, they have no idea. Yep. So if people come to me, like they've been referred to me and they know that I can get rid of pain, they know I can do that. They're coming to me because they have issues, medical issues, real issues. They think I'm going to sit around and hold their hand and sing Kumbaya to them to get rid of the issues, but I'm actually working. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so when I'm working, it's harsh. It's like not, I'm, I'm not like planting daisies with them. I'm doing the work. They want to get mad at a surgeon for coming in and just taking care of business. But me, they want to like, you know, they want me to like, and they want me to like just coddle them. And I can't do both because when I coddle them, the ego yep. comes out and just, and it gets in the way. So I have to, I have to um, separate the higher self from the ego. Yep. And make a huge distinction there and just lob off the ego. Yep. It's not pretty all the time. It's not always beer and Skittles, Jen. <laughs> Is that an American expression? No, no. but it's But you it's but you cute. get the idea of what it means. I always crave Skittles whenever you say that. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> um fascinating. It's interesting. We haven't even got to the topic and I haven't even mentioned the topic, but you know what? Maybe you shouldn't. Well, that's because what I'm thinking. I think we'll, we might just, um, round out the, cause this was a great conversation, by the way, round out this conversation. Um, and then keep the topic for the next one. We've got a series okay, of four, four topics that we're going to run over the next sort of week or so. So stay tuned. Um, but what will we name this? What did we do? Don't know. Um, we'll we'll come up with a name um, off camera. How's that? All right. All it's right. it's going to have to be a little bit of a creative thinking process. Do we want to? Um, do you want to mention what we think the next workshop might be? 
because you get nudged by the adepts. It's not like we're sitting here sort of planning out a master plan of, you know, this whole workshop series. Um, the ideas come when they come. Mm-hmm. I think I think this idea came before I just got knocked on my my assets last time with this last one. I, actually, can I just tell a listener a few things about that? So the intensity yeah. of the energy work in preparing for the workshop. So this is the June 20th workshop, honing your healing acuities workshop. The intensity of the energy uh, between you and me individually and collectively and then sort of elsewhere with other people was just absolutely right up there. It was like the, the, the amp dial was put on, you know, full bore. It was amazing. Um, and then was there a long recovery period? Um, after the I, workshop? I don't know. I'll let you know when I, I get there. Oh, okay, so we're still... And so this is now a week later. Um, is it? Yeah. What day is today? Uh, well, it's it's your Friday, so it's just a little bit less than a week. Um, wow. But close, close to a week where we've been in recovery mode. Well, you know, there's there's issues that come up and everything. Yeah. It's just like... It's almost like all the dust dust has to settle and everything yep. from what we do because it does shift consciousness and so you can actually watch one of the workshops and then see changes in even the political temperature of I don't know about over there but I pay attention to the political temperature here mm-hmm. and it changes the political temperature it's really fascinating yeah um, I'll tell you what what is changing at the moment is that there is a degree of commentary around the heartlessness and callousness of you know various governments and administrations in responding to COVID nineteen in Oz. Good. Um, Good. Yes. Because that needs to change. Um, and, and so, so in the book, the turning point that you're going to edit. Oh, this like, is another come... little task. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I know. Well, you keep making me write more so I can remind you that you're editing. But in the turning point, it's interesting because the turning point was one of those books that the adepts wanted me to get out there. And what it basically was, was the year, I forgot which year, 2018. 2018, yep. It was all the taps, basically all the taps we put out in 2018 Mm -hmm. to create this beautiful consciousness that we're experiencing now. I mean, there's residual stuff, but it's like, no, sometimes it takes a couple of years for these taps to like um, process. Mm-hmm. But but they wanted to document all the work that we've been doing to like change consciousness and to make people aware and strip the illusion off of power and all that. Yep. So it's really kind of exciting that people will have that because when you edit them, you articulate much better than I do of what's actually going on. Yeah, so the second edition of Turning Point, um, we're directing towards the uplift, well, dealing with issues and power structures and the negative aspects of group consciousness and then um, transitioning towards the upliftment of, you know, um, the humanity so the collective so turning point is 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 directed towards the collective so if that's that's going to be probably as big as the other books it already is right i believe so yep 
because if you wanted to make it bigger, you could actually um, merge it with the God, the ultimate search engine and put them all in together. Could do. And do you know this five part public lectures series that we've got in mind? We won't say too much about it just yet. But each one of those, oh, well, that was your dream. each, the, yeah, right. The, the, there you go. This is another way that the adepts nudge us. I had a dream that we needed to do a multi-part public lecture series, which we're starting to turn our minds to, amongst the many other things that we're doing. But my sense is that the content of each one of these lectures, uh, and and I have five parts in mind at the moment, will be chapters in the Turning Point book. So. Wow. But that's your that's your baby. I don't. The beauty about you taking care of the books is I don't have to micromanage you, because if other people like try to do stuff with my book, books and stuff, either um, I'm too guarded and I can't let them near mm -hmm. them, or um, they can't handle the flow and then they um, do what they can and they drop out. But but with you, it's just I know that you have directive and stuff and and you get it directly from the adept so I don't have to worry about that and I don't because it's too much for one person and I'm that's not my forte. Oh thank you. Um, yes it is it is a lot to both hold the intention and sort of operate in exponential and then sort of operate in the linear to you know manage the process of creating a tangible product which is a book. Um, and uh, it's 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 a it's even a lot of work for me, and I'm very um, comfortable operating in the linear. But it's it's a lot it's a lot of work. So tell them the bad part. Mm, what's the bad part? Well, because you don't have time to talk to me because you're working on my stuff. <laughs> so I get cheated and stuff. Well, there you go. There's that. Um, do we want to tell them about um, the next workshop, the title of the next workshop, or do we want to hold that one? Well, I don't know what. Ooh, I don't know what the exact title yep. is, but the adults really want them to go into like thinking of them as friends yep. instead of like beings to worship. Yep. So um, the sentiment, and this came to you just off camera just as we were prepping for this Jen and her Jami's podcast is mm -hmm. um, a three hour workshop around um, working with and accessing the adepts. Yeah. So that must be a good one because right now as you're speaking, I'm getting the outline down. Wow. To me and I love the way that that happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have the visualization. I have the outline for the thing. And Fantastic. Um, so. And so, you know, how many workshops do you know of where you are going to be introduced to ancient wisdom connected to source so that you can access them on your own? But here's what they're telling me right now. Right. So there are so many adepts. I mean, I know the ones, I know the ones that I work with from that, yeah. you know, from Madame Blavatsky brought through a few of them and, and I work with those and yeah. stuff, but there's, there's so many of them. And the beauty with the adepts is they don't work from a personality point yeah. of view. So everybody like loves to work with Archangel Michael or whatever, yeah. but those things, it's great. 
but it's like they get overused and then people put their engrams yeah. on it and then it gets it, it strongholds that that image and that persona so they can't do what they need yeah. to do and so but the adepts work in anonymity yep i'm not going to repeat and that so, because then i'm going to get tongue-tied but yes they're anonymous okay. Just like, yeah or they so, or let's am i correct they prefer a degree of anonymity yeah because they don't um so one group I used to belong with took the adepts that I knew and um, tried to actually trademark them as owning them. And so this one group will act like they own them and they're, they're a part of their group, but they're not. They just used, they just used this means to like, like, um, become known, get their, not known as far as famously right. known but just so they could work directly with the seekers and stuff yeah. and Rebazar will say you know i've never we're not mascots for any power group yeah. right so he so they were working with this group up to a point and they pulled their energy out as a group so they don't work with that group they work with individuals who are really pure but they won't they won't enable any power group that's like taking people off their own path and tell them they have to do this or else they're they're not spiritual yeah know? all right well that was a great conversation jen um we didn't get to our planned programming uh as yeah. often we don't but yeah. that's fine we'll hold that one over to the next one um stay tuned thank you jen Thank you, Gunter. Thank you, listeners. You're looking great, Gunter, by the way. Thank you, listeners. Please <laughs> like, share, subscribe, comment. Bye for now. Bye for now.
spinning out of control It feels like you're leaving, leaving Let your blood run You You're so far away Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. 